it's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the All Pacers podcast. If you haven't already, please go follow us at all.pacers on Instagram and at all underscore pacers on Twitter and join the fan communities we have going there and get involved in the conversations. As always, I am Jeremy, and I'm joined by Jack and Breezy. How are you guys doing today? Good. Quite well. Good. You were going ham on some Fallout New Vegas just a minute ago. I was. And now you're going ham on some carrots and salsa. Yeah, be careful. This was an expensive couch. We need Um, to get this whiteboard over there as a a table. Oh, yeah. Here. (laughs) You're making me nervous here. Just Um, put it on this. Okay, yeah. Put it on our recording tray. There you go. I'm doing quite well. I was playing Jack's. Oh, Jack paused the television. Who is? Uh, somebody is. Oh, um, are you sitting on it? No, you're sitting on it. Oh, it's right here. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fast forward. It's a live. It's a Greek yogurt commercial. We don't need that. Anyways, I'm doing quite well. Um, I got my carrots and my salsa. I had my New Vegas. It's on pause. Probably come back to it once we get down no here. green bean wine tonight. I'm out of green beans and quinoa. Oh, I got to re-up. It's a problem. I uh, still have black beans, so I'll still, I might dump some black beans in a bowl, maybe throw a little crushed red pepper in there, some oregano, uh, heat it up, mix it up. So it's good. AKA make beans. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fancy <laughs> beans. Are you still doing your diet? I am. I'm limiting my meat intake and really trying to cut out sugar and bread. So, uh, I'm very hungry right now. (laughs) I really wanted to stop at that McDonald's for a Coke right in front of your house, but I didn't do it. Real temptation. You could have got a water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or an unsweet tea. I do like tea. But do you like unsweet tea? I do like unsweet tea. Uh, I mainly like herbal tea because... Uh, black and green teas have caffeine, and caffeine makes me pee a lot. <laughs> so I, I mainly try to go with herbal teas. Uh, it just it's, at least it sounds better for I don't, you on paper too. Herbal. I don't think there's much that tastes less good than a cold unsweet tea. It's just one of my least. Oh favorite drinks. yeah, you can't drink cold unsweet tea. It's just not good to me at all. Yeah, you gotta have. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you got to have hot tea. You put the carrot in your mouth and then held the mic up. <laughs> All right, let's let's get this stat of the day out of the way so Breezy can finish talking and then get to eating here <laughs> since he's <That's> starving. <laughs> All right, who remembers Bruno Sundov? No. No way. <laughs> I can tell you I vaguely remember him from when I, like, <clears throat> well, I've I've been a pacer since before the womb um, because I am the ultimate Pacers fan. But I can vaguely remember his second year in Indy was like oh one oh two, and he was like a bench warmer. Um, but in 2001, January 30th, 2001, do you guys know where you were? I do not. Nope. Uh, you would have been 11. I would have been in first grade. I would have been 10. Um... We were less than eight months away from 9-11, so that was bad. Great. Thanks for that stat of the day. <laughs> I just thought bring up more tumultuous events in American <laughs> history with all that's going on right now. Um. Anyways, I was in Orlando watching the Pacers play, <laughs> and the Magic... Beat the Pacers in this one. Imagine that. Pacers back to their losing ways. Of course they are. Uh, they were 20-24 and 24 at this point in the season. Lost 93-86. to 86. But our man Bruno, Bruno Sundov, he's got a funny thing over the S in his name, so I don't know if I'm saying it right. Uh, it's like a downward-facing arrow. It's probably Oh, like in Luka Doncic's name? It's probably Shundov or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Shundov. it's Shundov. Shundov. Um, anyways, he had 17 points and nine rebounds in this game. Whoa. Uh, he played 19 more minutes than Jeff Foster did. Wow. So 
I don't know if the Pacers were missing a player this game or what. Something went wrong. Jermaine O'Neal was on this team. Reggie the, Miller was on this team. The Davis brothers? Not on this team, neither of them. What year is this? 2000. 2000 well, 2001. Oh. <laughs> we can look at the roster real quick. It's all right. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to guess that this team was just pretty bad because, well, they went 41 and 41. They weren't that bad, but it has Jermaine O'Neal listed at center, but Bruno's also a center, and they were both starting. So maybe it was just at that era in the NBA when coaches still didn't know how to coach. Uh, Yeah, the mid-2000s, like 2001 to like 2007. Were the aughts. Oh, Isaiah Thomas was the coach. Oh well, well there, there's, there's a reason. The big problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 seven yearish stretch in the NBA was super weird for teams. They nobody knew what was going on. They lost in the first round to the Sixers team that lost to the Lakers in the finals. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Well, that means they're third place then, right? <laughs> Something like that. A- AI MVP season. All right. Well, thank you for that stat, Breezy. It was very informative. And long. That's how we like it here. <laughs> uh, so, real quick before we get into the meat of this podcast, uh, we started a new thing that you can get involved in with our Instagram and our Twitter account. It's an app called Vigit. Jack, that is V-I-G-I-T. Is that right? Yeah, V-I-G space I-T. There, so, yeah. you vig it. It's like an action. Thing. Right. The vig is, is, the, is the, the, the verb. Right. It's something that goes with the bets so yeah it's a little pun there mm-hmm. uh why don't you tell the people about what's going on with Vigit, jack yeah we uh were approached by this app called Vigit. it's uh basically a, a betting a sports betting app where you don't use real money um they give you points uh, but we were approached by them to start a pacers group so we have our all pacers Vigit betting group and basically we're at 40 people right now once we get to 50 they're going to give away a free jersey to whoever makes the most um, Vig bucks is that what it is? Vig coins, yeah, something like that. Vig, yeah, something. I just call them dollars. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Even though they're not real. <laughs> yeah, whoever has the most coins at the end of the month, so uh, January thirty first, whoever has the most coins will get a free jersey. Once we get fifty people in the group, which we will, we've had forty over the past two days. Yeah, join in, so we'll get ten more, um, at least. And um, if you can make it to first place then there's a free jersey in it for you so yep um it's been a ton of fun i mean it's it's fun to talk about uh games and risk money on it but it's not real money so it's it's been fun to do that so austin i saw or combs a couple days ago i saw you were at negative 500 but was i you're back in the race yeah you were back to a thousand when i checked it earlier oh right on so yeah you uh are apparently back in the race. It's good to see you back there. You were in last place for a little bit. <laughs> well, see, that's because I'm a big spender, and I go hard. Um, you, you boys must be spending small dollars. Well, you know small me. Small vigs. I, I usually bid like 10 vig coins at a time. But um, we've had a lot of uh, our listeners out here, you guys, ask about uh, gambling and how it works. And um, I'm not very good at explaining it because I'm still new at it. You guys explained it to me not too long ago. Um, well, so I wanted, yeah, I wanted to ask you guys. First of all, you can't still say you're new to gambling because you've been doing it for over a year now. Really? Yes, definitely. That's you crazy. Have. The, I, yeah, I guess so. Is the Colts uh, Saints game last season? Wow. But I do think it's fair to say that you are bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you got that part right. You're fifty-fifty there. Well. I uh, have made money, if that means anything. Well, it doesn't mean much because I know the stakes you put on <laughs> your bets. <laughs> what, are, what are some of the questions that people have for us, Jack? Well, let's just – could you guys just give us like a quick crash course in what it is to gamble? And if you guys want to fast forward through this, if you already know how to do it, I'll put a time code in the description. But um, for those of you who are curious and are on Vigit, um, you're about to learn a ton. So uh, can you guys just like explain to us what – like money line is and spreads and all all that stuff. Yeah. Well, you only need there's really only three things you can do on Vigit. It's the money line, the spread and the points. So, basically on your money line, you get you get they're the third number if you're looking at it on Vigit. So, you got you'll have one team that they'll be like minus 200 or something and the other team will be plus 250 or whatever. 
So all you're looking at there is the minus means they're the favorite, the plus means they're the underdog, and on that number, if it's minus 200, then you have to bet 200 to win $100. And on the flip side, if it's the underdog, they're plus 250, you bet 100, you win 250. Simple enough. Once you get the hang of it, you'll pick it up. It's all math. Um, over or totals would be the middle number if we're going right to left here on the app. So say uh, the the Nets tonight that we're recording this, the Nets and the 76ers are playing. Uh, I don't know what the over-under is. 223 right now. 223. So they're saying they've set it at uh, there will be 223 points scored in this game. That is Vigit's projection. Uh, so you can either say, I think it will go over that total, or I think it will go under that total. And usually the odds uh, on those will be the same. Typically, they're, they're, I assume they're probably minus 110 on Vigit. If you go into DraftKings and FanDuel, everything will vary. This um, is updated. It was I, I got the 76ers at minus 1. They're minus 4 now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then they're the, their money line is minus 167. 167. Okay, and that's and that's because Kyrie Irving was just announced out. Um, so if you're into if you get into gambling, uh, it's very fun. Don't get addicted, but you'll watch the lines move. That is uh, based on how much people, how much money people are putting on a side. Uh, but so totals again is just is it going to go over this total between the two teams? Is it going to go under this total? If you hit two twenty three exactly, uh, that's what's called a push. And you just get your money back for that bet, so you it's kind of like a tie. Okay, I had no idea what a push was, so good there to you know. Go. I've been I doing this know. for over a year too, so. <laughs> and one thing to watch for on those totals, it's you're not betting if it's like a, the top line will have whatever team, and then it'll say either over or under whatever the number is. You're not just betting that team to do the uh, the hit the over under. It's for the game, so it's not just for the one team; it's for the game. So just be aware of that. You don't think the 76ers are scoring over 223 points? I don't tonight? think so. <laughs> I do not think so. Uh, finally, the uh, so the the points, it's the first uh, column you'll see in there, and it'll have a team minus like ten and a half and a team plus ten and a half. So you have the team has to win by that much. So if a team's minus ten and a half, you only win if they win by eleven or more. And if a team is plus ten and a half or plus seven, as long as they lose by less than that number, then you win your bet. Or win. Or win. Yeah, they can win too. Yeah, it's, so it's that result or better. They could lose by ten points, you win. If they lose by eleven, you lose. All right, let's let's explain it in terms of this game that's happening tonight. The seventy sixers net. Seventy sixers spread is minus four right now. How do you win that bet if you put money on that? So uh, you bet the seventy sixers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but uh, like if I put a hundred on the spread as minus four, what what does it take for me to win that bet? They have to win by five or more, right? Or more. Yep. Yeah. And then Brooklyn Nets plus four. If I put 500 on them to win tonight, what do they have to do? They've got to lose by three or less. Yeah. Or win. Which won't happen. If it happens, that'd be insane, I don't, right? The, the thing is, especially in basketball, you got to be careful. It's... There's because there's so many games. There's high variance game to game. I mean, you would have thought the Pacers would have dealt with the Knicks pretty easily the other night, and they lost. I mean, and that just happens in basketball. Bad teams, or at least perceived bad teams, beat good teams all the time. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if the Knicks are bad either, though. They might not be, man. Quickly's yeah, good. Kind of all right. Yeah. I know this isn't the All Dot Knicks podcast, but I could go on and <laughs> on and on about Julius Randle. All right, hey, well, thanks guys for giving us a crash course on uh, Vigit app. And if you guys are listening right now and you don't have it yet, um, go download Vigit and then use the referral code All Pacers when you're signing in. No punctuation, no caps. It's just All Pacers, one word. Um, and then to join our group, go to betting leagues at the bottom left. You'll see it. It's one of the icons at the bottom. And then join a group and use the code WIN122. And then from there, you're in the group. You're one step closer to getting a free jersey. And um, we're going to have a lot of fun doing this. So uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, and I think we should also say, if you have a gambling problem, um, get better. (laughs) (laughs) 
Just or, get better because you're never going to cure the addiction. Right. Get better either by winning more or by calling a hotline and getting some help for yourself. Yeah, let's go with yeah, the you hotline. Can, you can try the hotline. One or the other. <laughs> All right, let's get into some Pacers talk. Uh, let's go over those last couple games we've had. I think it's been four since we came on with the last podcast, starting with the game against the Cavs on New Year's Eve, which ended up being a easy win against the league-leading Cavs at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Andre Drummond didn't look like himself. Um, I came in sweating knowing that Andre Drummond was going to put up 25 and 25. Um, kind of a disappointment. My, my MVP favorite coming in, you know, probably only a disappointment to you. <laughs> so he had, um, no, a disappointment to me too, because I had bet on his points, rebounds, uh, both overs. And I also bet on miles Turner's rebounds under, and they all missed. So it sounds like you need to get better. It sounds like <laughs> I need to get better, yes. We made it up, though. We always make it up. What was Drummond's over-under for rebounds? Because he had 13. Uh, I th- want to say it was like 15 and a half, maybe. Sheesh. I mean, I guess that makes sense against the Pacers, but um, I'm really impressed that Turner hit his over with seven rebounds. So his over-under must have been like five and a half, six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. Man, that's our starting center, you guys. Woo! <laughs> anyway, uh, it's the Cavs. I mean, they've looked pretty good this season. JaVale McGee had some weird plays against us, and um, just the team, the Pacers looked a lot better than the Cavaliers in this one. Yeah, they did. Not a lot to say about it. Um, Sabonis looked good, 25 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. I mean, uh, got some rebounds this game. That's 11 rebounds for any of our players is good against the Cavaliers with Drummond. Yep. Um, and... I was very disappointed in uh, Keelan Martin. I, I don't know how you feel. This was like the first game I saw him, and I was like, uh. The first game I thought, I don't know about this guy. So This is a classic case of you've talked yourself into a guy, and then he plays like himself, and you <laughs> find yourself being disappointed. I, I don't know if I was. Was I really ever into Keelan Martin? Because you seemed like you were. Oh, okay. Well, uh, he played himself out of the rotation in this one. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. He missed like three or four open layups, and uh, we haven't really seen him since. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of a bummer. I mean, we may see him again in like a blowout win or a blowout loss um, just for like those last few minutes. But, man, he, he looked rough. Um, but the rest of the Pacers looked good. I, I really like this game from Brogdon, Oladipo, Turner, and Holiday. Yeah, and then the next game we didn't like quite as much, even though it was the first game in which Malcolm Brogdon set a new career high in points. Yeah. Uh, Pacers fell to the Knicks 106-102. Um. I mean, we couldn't stop players from getting in the paint and scoring. Yep. Um, also, I just saw this today. R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle are averaging the most minutes per game out of anybody in the league right now. I think it's Julius Randle and then R.J. Barrett. Really? Yeah. So it's Tom Thibodeau, which makes sense. Um, he always plays people. That's true. That major makes, minutes. That does yeah. make sense. But Brogdon and uh, Sabonis are top ten as well in points per or minutes per game. So. We've uh, been seeing a lot of them, but, I mean, this game, the Knicks, they're playing their best guys. They're keeping them out there for a long time, and um, teams just need to be ready for that. Uh, and then when those players are on, like when Julius Randle's going or R.J. Barrett's going, like the the Knicks could be in good shape, and we've seen that so far this year. Well, here's the thing about this game against the Knicks and our season against the Knicks so far. R.J. Barrett has hit eight threes this season total. Seven of them are against the Pacers. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. He is 0 for, well, he's 1 for every single attempt he's had outside of the Pacers games when he's just been on fire somehow. (laughs) So I don't know what's going on there. But if he had just had a normal night, the Pacers would have won that game. But he decided to look really good instead. Yeah, that's insane. But uh, a fun thing to watch this season is going to be R.J. Barrett versus Kelly Oubre for worst three-point shooting percentage because <laughs> they are both gunning for that title. And they're right both now. left-handed. Oh. What does that say about lefties? Switch it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just switch. Start shooting with the other hand. It's all. It couldn't get worse for Oubre. Hey, it worked for Ben Simmons. Um, I uh, just want to add, to we had a, um eight-man rotation in this one. We haven't really seen a lot of our um, like third unit guys play this year. Right. Um, Keelan Martin played four minutes and sixteen seconds, missed every shot he took. Well, yeah. actually, he only took one shot. <laughs> I just remember. I remember watching this game and being like, "Come on, man, just hit a shot for me." But I guess I was getting some carryover from the game before. But um, he played four minutes, and um, other than that, like our three main 
bench players since TJ Warren's out is Justin Holiday, Doug McDermott, and TJ McConnell. They played their minutes, and then our starters each uh, really had a ton of minutes, minus Miles Turner, Aaron Holiday. Miles Turner um, looked okay in this one, but couldn't really protect the uh, or like stop people from getting in the paint, and didn't really have his way um, on defense like we had seen him before, and like we have seen him since. Yeah, and he'll have nights like that. There's nothing you can't hold a guy for one performance not being up to par. But yeah, like you said, he's. I been, I feel like we can against the Knicks with Julius Randle and uh, Mitchell Robinson. I don't know. Those Mitchell Robinson's really good. I don't know. What you're, I don't know what you're doing there. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that just sounds like classic Miles Turner hate coming from you. <laughs> you found the one game where he wasn't protecting the paint, and you're like, look at this guy not protecting the paint. I know, well, I, it, hey, we lost, so what's it tell you? Uh, well, it tells me that in the next game he was back to having three blocks <laughs> in an overtime 118-116 win over the Pelicans. Yeah, insane. Big night for Oladipo. Yeah, great game for Oladipo. Um, actually almost lost it for us at one point. That's true, but still a good night. Yeah, but he kept the Senate. We were down six with how much time was left? Like a minute. Yeah. Less than. Um, I saw a stat. I, you guys might have shown this to me, but it's like all time teams that are down by six or more with um, with a minute left in the game. It's like hundreds of wins to two losses, and then the Pacers, or no, sorry, two wins to hundreds of losses, and then the Pacers ended up winning this one in overtime. So now it's three wins and hundreds of losses. Nice. So it's rare that that happens. Um, Miles Turner hit the big three to tie it up and then yep. send the game to overtime. But right before that, Oladipo hit that three mm-hmm. um, and got us right back into it. So that was stressful. I, I don't like games like that, honestly. Um, I know it's fun like watching other teams that way, but when it's your own team, it's stressful. Um, but, man, the, the Pacers really came together and uh, figured that one out somehow. Yeah, and one thing we're glossing over here in all these because it happens so often now is Sabonis just getting double-doubles in all these games pretty much. Yeah. He's been unbelievable so far this year, and he was good in this game as well. Uh, he did foul out, though, before overtime, which was a bummer. Um, and then Miles Turner fouled out in overtime. We saw Jakar Sampson playing our center minutes yep. for most of overtime and looked good. I mean, he, Seven points. He was fine. I mean, Anything he, to say there, Breezy? Must have not tried a dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I in overtime, he, he made a really good defensive stop against – I can't even remember who it was, but um, he was okay. <laughs> it was good. And that brings us to our final game of this past week in which Malcolm Brogdon set another new career high score with 35 when the Pacers beat the Rockets 114-107. Yeah, um, I didn't realize this because I watched the game. Uh, James Harden had 15 points. That's it. Yeah, on 5 of 14 shooting. Not okay. a good night for him. Uh, his body language was awful. I don't think I saw him like run once. In Wait, did you or did you not watch the game? No, no, I did watch the game. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I'm saying his body language was awful. In the game or for the season? Well, I guess this is the only Rockets game I've seen this year. So I, I assumed it was bad this it's, whole season. Yeah, it's for the season. <laughs> but what I will say, we'll get to the Pacers in a second. Um, apart from this game, um, I have always been a John Wall fan. It was tough to watch him this game, like get into that Rockets culture of complaining and flopping on every uh, shot. Mm-hmm. Um but he had 28 points this game, and he looked as fast as ever. And I loved seeing that. Like, I'm ready for James Harden to get traded and see the John Wall, um, the the John Wall show. I don't know if it'd be a good team. It might be a really bad team. <laughs> but just watching him take charge in this game and um, get clutch points for them at the end of the game too um, was kind of fun. Uh, Pacers are a better team, and uh, we we really proved it. Anytime the Rockets got close to us, we we pulled away again. So we ended up winning 114-107. Um, and sorry, I've been talking this whole time, Jeremy. What, do you want to go? What do you want to say about the Pacers? Uh, nothing really. They just they looked really good in that game. Uh, one thing, Miles Turner was the first player with an eight block game in this game since Miles Turner did it earlier this season, and he was the first player in that game to do it since Miles Turner last season. Unreal. So he's been knocking it out of the park with blocks. He's he has 33 on the season, which is 13 more than Rudy Gobert in second place. So he, he's got a nice little lead there in the so blocks. Crazy. So crazy. Uh, Modern-day Manute Bowl. More blocks than rebounds. True. And shoots threes. And shoots threes. <laughs> so maybe. Yeah. And Scott Pollard would probably say they're shaped the same. Yeah. Uh, well, we need to get him on to find out if he ever killed a lion with a spear. Because <laughs> then he really will be Manute Bowl. Yes. Let's do it. Um, 
our bench players really uh, saved the day in this one too. Uh, Justin Holiday had 20 points. He yep. looked really good. I had some people texting me saying, hey, should I pick him up in fantasy basketball? Um, and my answer to that is if he's going to keep playing big minutes like this, like he had 31 this game, but the game before, the overtime game, he had 44 minutes. Yeah. Like if he's going to play like that, yeah, he's someone who you should consider in fantasy basketball. I mean, if you're on a team like this and you're playing huge minutes um, and you're a good shooter, then yeah, like you're going to perform. And we saw it this game with 20 points. Um, he was plus 22. TJ McConnell's plus 16 and Doug McDermott was plus 13. So they, they had a really good uh, run there with the second unit and uh, Pacers looked pretty good in this one. All right. I'm going to surprise you with a question here, Jack. We okay. didn't prepare for this, so I'm <laughs> going to see what you got off the top of your head. Let's hear it. Uh, starting unit with Aaron holiday in place of TJ Warren has an offensive rating of like 93 and a defensive rating of like 106. What do you think? Do we stick with him and try and figure out to make it work or do we switch it up and who would you like in his space? I, Look, I don't like the Aaron Holiday starting lineup experience right now. It hasn't really worked, right. it seems like. Um, and it's hard to put him in the second unit and then move like Justin Holiday to the starting lineup because then your second unit or your three guys, if our coach keeps playing eight guys a game, which... And with the really small sample size, Justin Holiday with the other four starters also doesn't have great ratings. Oh, okay. I didn't know end. that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know who they could even bump into that position. I'd like to see Edmund Sumner go up there too. I mean, I don't know what he's done in practice to not get any minutes. In Jack's playing games. the hits. <laughs> I'd like to see Edmund Sumner, his go-to <laughs> line. <laughs> but look, I mean, why has he gotten no minutes this year? Like, It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, we're playing eight deep. I'd love to see some of these young guys come in and uh, just – prove themselves a little bit potentially like Cassius Stanley, maybe Jalen LeCue. Edmund Sumner was really good in the bubble at times. Um, Aaron Holiday in the starting lineup really hasn't worked. I mean, he's a defensive liability, but he's mostly a spark plug off the bench, and uh, I, that's where he's thrived. Yeah, He'll have his games on offense when he is in the starting lineup where he'll end up with like 20 or 18 points, and it's a good game. But oftentimes, like, like this one, he was a minus six and had seven points, uh, shot one for four from three. And he's kind of an afterthought at that point. Yeah, I, th I feel like he thrives when he's the secondary ball handler. And when he gets pushed down to third, he starts really struggling. Or even fourth on with this offense. one with Sabonis starting too. Yeah, so, yeah. But I don't I don't think Cassius Stanley or LeCue are going to be in the starting lineup. That's No, 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 that's no. no. They, they won't get in the starting lineup. But I agree they should be getting some minutes here. The, we got to... It's early in the season. We're only playing eight guys. That's a little crazy. Yeah. You got to get that up to 10 or 11 probably. I was looking up defensive rating today for players, and it's always skewed because the guys who barely play always have like higher advanced stats. Mm -hmm. um, but Cassius Stanley's way up there towards the top in defensive rating so far, and he's probably played, what, like five minutes this yeah. entire year? <laughs> hey, but hey, is he a great defender? Probably. Yeah, that's why they have minutes limitations on who actually qualifies for those <laughs> ratings when you look at all the rankings for the league. Yes, <laughs> but um, Edmund Sumner is my is my answer right now. Like let's let's do it one game. I I know he can sometimes be a defensive liability, but he's quick and he gets his hand on the ball, um, and he he tips the ball away too often. So. so your answer for a guy who's a defensive liability is another guy who's a defensive liability. No, no, no. Sorry. No. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's just maybe let's just force TJ Warren to come back early. That's that sounds healthy for him. That's a good <laughs> idea. What's his injury? He's got that. He had surgery on his foot. He's got a thing. Oh, I get plantar warts. Well, it started as plantar fasciitis, but I guess it I don't I'm know. Wondering, what, I, what it I is. was wondering I was wondering if there was if it was always whatever this like stress some sort of stress fracture or something yeah. I think. And he's supposed to be probably out like six weeks, I think, is the recovery time. So I'm wondering if it was always this and they just misdiagnosed it, which would suck because he could have got the surgery a long time ago. Yeah, true. Well, so hopefully he's so stressful about playing in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, do you want to look forward at games happening this week? Yeah, if you want to go ahead and do that now, we can. Yeah, dude, we, am I skipping over something? Because I do have this trivia for you guys. Well, let's let's go ahead and let's look at the games coming up, and then we'll end with the trivia. Okay, exciting. Which we've been told is impossible, and we're going to fail. You guys will get zero right. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. Uh, so coming up on Saturday, the 9th of January at seven Eastern, is home for the Suns. Jack, what are you expecting out of this one? Um, I'm excited for this one. I, uh, I I'm assuming Chris Paul and Devin Booker will be playing. I haven't gotten to see them play yet this year. Um, They're really good. Well, the Suns right now are six and two, equivalent to the Pacers. 
Um, and I don't know if this will affect them at all. You guys can let me know. But Friday they're playing at Detroit, and maybe they're just kind of you know going to take that one a little easy, get a warm-up in basically as that game, and then come out hot against the Pacers. Do you, do you think there's any validity to that? Uh, it'll probably be the opposite. You think so? They'll be tired against the Pistons? No, you try harder against the Pistons because it's the first night. Oh. And it's a more easily winnable game. Yeah, so and there's probably a chance that one of, or like someone on their team will rest. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, uh, it'll, be a, it'll gonna, be a fun game. If someone was going to rest, they'd probably rest the Pistons game, though. Do you think? Yeah, I, I would there's think There's so. some teams that go out there, though, and like beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And then they take it easy against the teams where, you know, they yeah, might not. Yeah, I mean, you... You can't really. I know why. Why not go get a win against Detroit though? Like one hundred percent, go get a win. No, I I get it, but I think you could say, okay, we'll sit player X tonight because even without him, we should beat the Pistons. Yeah, and then we'll be f- fully torqued against the Pacers. <laughs> it also depends on team philosophy. If your philosophy is just to rest on the front or the back end of a back-to-back, yeah, it just depends team to team. Um, I don't know what theirs is. Well, Jay Crowder plays for the uh, the Suns right now, and um, I'm not a big Jay Crowder fan. Not looking forward to that, but um, it will be fun to see Chris Paul cook and DeAndre Aiden. But the Pacers, I expect to come out on top in this one. All right. What What do you think? Yeah, I think they can win that one for sure. Do you think they will win that one? I think they can win that one. That's sure. a very on-the-fence answer, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, the next game. Bets. Oh, sorry. What was that? I was just saying always hedge your bets. Of course. <laughs> play both sides. very confident and then just don't hedge your bets. <laughs> you got to play both sides so you can always be right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> you come out with $0. Like you put, you start with 100 bet your money on both sides, and then walk out with 100 uh, actually, that would not work in gambling. Uh, it it might, but so we're back to the betting now. If you bet a point spread, yeah. If you put fifty on one point spread and fifty on the other, when did you walk away with the same money? You no, started you with? would lose money because you would have to lay. Typically, the odds are minus one ten. Oh, on if you a spread either both ways. Yeah. So, and that's why books do that. So you can't just be like, oh well, I'm gonna hedge and. Like, they're going to get their money. Interesting. Well, the next game for the Pacers starts a five-game road trip, and it's at Sacramento on Monday the 11th. Nice city. Nice arena, too. Been there once. Oh, that's cool. I do like the city. I've never been to the arena. It's it's a really nice – it's a new arena. It's a newest arena. Is that right? I think so, yeah. It's very nice. Hey, um, Sacramento has the most trees per capita of any city in America. Did Good you know that? Good for them. Yeah, very very tree heavy out in Sacramento. Louisville has one of the lowest. Really? Yeah, they have like one of the they're one of the worst uh, cement deserts or whatever they're called in the country. That makes sense. You drive around Louisville. There's not a lot there's of trees. Not, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, they need to work on that. And they're about to cut down Bernheim Forest completely. Yeah, what are they putting there? Probably some cement. Now we're getting into, now we're getting into all dot Louisville. <laughs> hey, if they put housing there, I'm all for it. <laughs> You're all for cutting down the forest. Uh, I am all for how. Look, now we're getting into all dot housing policy <laughs> here. Uh, I'm just a I'm a big d- housing development guy. So you do always talk about that when you're playing with your trains when we're over. <laughs> yes, I'm like more trains, more houses, more trains, more we do or call more you, apartments. We do call you Mr. HUD because <laughs> you love your housing and urban development, dude. Call me Mr. HUD. Can I be like Doc Doc HUD Transpo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll call you Doc HUD Transpo from now on. That's your new name. I love it. So tell us, Doc HUD Transpo. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm scrapping all your cars. If you're listening, you're losing that car. <laughs> Sorry about it. You're going to have to take trains from now on. <laughs> take a train, take a bus, well, ride hey, a bike. Maybe. Don't ride a bike in the street, though. I'm outlawing that. You're not allowed to ride them on the sidewalks, though. No, you can ride them on the sidewalk. That's fine. You're not supposed to. Well, I'm. Hey, I'm with Austin on this. I think, the law. Should, I think bikes should be on sidewalks. Dude, bike lanes. Bikes, Let's use the bike lanes. The road to Too my the road to my neighborhood is like a lot of steep hills. What if there it's, is no sidewalk? No bike. Yeah, Sorry, just driving. Uh, take take the bus or 
take the train. I drive know for a lot fact, of stops. You can't take the bus to your neighborhood. Maybe you, we will allow you to drive a Mini Cooper. What do we think about motor motorized bicycles? Not motorcycles, but motorized like a bicycles. Moped? No, like a, a bicycle that you pedal, but it's also a motor. Because there, that's a thing. Like a dirt bike. Is well, that what that it's is? literally a. A bicycle, but it also has a motor on. Is this like yeah. a BMX thing? No, no. Is it a DMX thing? No, it's no. just a motorized bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing it. It's literally a bicycle that someone threw a motor on. That's, okay. that's all it is. That seems weird, but whatever. <laughs> uh, we'll see if we can make them fuel efficient. I'll allow it. Hey, well, on Monday the 11th, let's all take a train to Sacramento. <laughs> and Jack, tell us how you. That would about be this game. damn near impossible. <laughs> you know what? Um, so we were on. Uh, my wife and I were on Vigit last or Rio. I don't know. Why I said that we were on Vigit last night looking at these games, and I was like, "What? What do you think about the Kings Chicago game?" And she goes, "Oh, Kings are winning this." And I was like, "You sure? There's a lot of turmoil on that team. Like Marvin Bagley, Is De'Aaron there? Fox. They're talking about trading Marvin Bagley away. Yeah, have you not heard this? So Marvin Bagley's dad. Not, hang, no, we have heard this. Okay. I'm not sure where you're getting this turmoil thing. Well, that's from. what I thought. Well, I. I was like, well, maybe there's some turmoil. Maybe they won't like playing together, whatever. She goes, no, they're going to win. I said, all right. So they ended up winning. I came into that game thinking that, and I knew that the Pacers were going to play them next or soon, and I thought it'd be an easy win. I don't I don't know. I mean, the Kings are quick, young. Um, they got they're Corey good. Joseph. They got a spy from a former Pacer player in Corey Joseph. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I do expect the Pacers to win this. The Pacers are a more complete team, honestly, but – um, Darren Fox is legit, and if he's on, he's on. So, yeah, they have good pieces. Darren Fox, Buddy Hield, Bagley—they're all really—they're good players for sure. Oh. Yeah, but Darren Fox hates Bagley, and Bagley hates Darren Fox. I think you're Do making we know that this? up. <laughs> I thought it was just his dad said, his "Trade dad my said, son." Trade my son. And then Darren Fox's dad said, "Yeah, trade his son." That you're definitely making that. No, up. no, no. That's that's a. Th- we're looking this up, and it's so. Austin, get your phone on. You you should look this up while Jeremy, you give your <laughs> Kings. Yeah, you guys take. fill time. <laughs> All right, I'll fill time by saying I believe the Pacers can win this game. Uh, will Hassan Whiteside have more rebounds than Miles Turner this game? No, really. I will also say no because uh, he comes off the bench. But he, I mean, he could fill it up if he plays twenty five minutes. I mean, uh, Eric Bledsoe had. He he almost tripped, or he might have more than tripled Miles Turner's rebounds against the Pelicans the other day. He comes, oh no, he starts, <laughs> but still he's a guard. So Miles Turner, I don't know. I I'm gonna pick Hassan Whiteside has more rebounds than Miles Turner in this one. Did you figure out the uh, the story? NBC Sports. Darren Fox's dad calls for Kings to trade Marvin Bagley. What I say? Turmoil. I'm not sure if he was saying trade Bagley or trade Bagley's dad. Because <laughs> he responded. You like he's telling Bagley to trade his dad in for a new dad? What do you mean? I'm sure, was, we got some listeners who wish they could do that. <laughs> he some responded to some random Sacramento beat writer posting the tweet, a picture of the tweet by Bagley's dad saying, please trade him, and a picture of a tweet from. Rashawn Holmes is bomb saying how much he loves how much she loves that he plays there. And then Fox's dad just responded to that tweet saying trade him. So I'm not sure what he's talking about. I would assume uh he's talking about trading Bagley, but he could be talking about Holmes though. You don't know. <laughs> he's in that original tweet too. Uh, I love Rashawn Holmes. What if there's beef between De'Aaron Fox and Rashawn Holmes? Yeah, it sounds like there could the thing is, look, I thought there was turmoil. I didn't know there was this much turmoil. So easy win for the Pacers. Hey, so, if you're if you're in Sacramento, please get back to us. Let us know what's going on between these guys. Sounds like a bad PTA conference. Hey, and you know what else too? The Kings make bad decisions over and over again. They don't they, have Vlade Divac anymore. Well, so. they didn't re-sign Yogi Ferrell this offseason. So I mean, how can I trust that they're going to make good decisions about all this stuff anyway? So I just don't trust That's this true. team. Well, if, they got Tyrese Halliburton, but they had to give up Yogi Ferrell Future for MVP. Him, so <laughs> what's that mean? Uh means they got a That's future a nice MVP. trade I, i'll take that trade off actually <laughs> i think they made a good move there hey shout out yogi ferrell i hope he finds a team soon i do too shout He's out tyrese halliburton my you're, favorite you're better than ever. yogi ferrell you said halliburton halliburton why do you have to make his name so feminine tyrese halliberry <laughs> all right next I like game him even more <laughs> uh this one also on the road it's a back-to-back it's on the 12th 
Happy birthday to my brother on that day. Oh, Jordan, so happy knows. birthday if you're listening. Not Jordan. He's, he's not. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, happy birthday. Hey, what? He might listen. Jacob was on the podcast once talking yeah. about the Spurs. Yep. Uh, this game is against a newly revitalized Golden State Warriors team. Jack, what are you feeling for this one? Uh, I'm loving Curry right now. I think he's on a whole new level. Um, this is a scary game. Is he on a whole new level or just back where he was? I guess back where he was. But that was a career high the other night, right? 62. Yeah. Um, him and uh, Draymond Green had a combined 63 <laughs> points that night. <laughs> Huge game for them. But uh, Draymond Green's br- brought some new life to that team too. Um, the swing for the Warriors, like they could be the best team ever if Curry and Draymond Green are going. This year? Well, they I mean, they can just beat anybody right now. If those two are going and then Wiggins and Oubre are okay. But there's a great chance those two are just bad, and um, they'll lose to any team out there too. Like, I think the best team they've beaten is Portland, right? Yeah, I, and yeah. It took I mean, but it's points it's prime it's prime Curry right now with no, that Draymond was a, Green. That was the Bulls. Game. Oh yeah, you're right. prime Sorry. Curry with Draymond Green bringing it all on the defensive end too. How good is Draymond anymore though? He seems like he seems pretty good right now with he's how they're a, looking. He's still a good defensive player. Yeah, but he's not what he used to be for sure. And don't count out Neither Juan. Are we. To, don't count out Juan <laughs> Toscano Anderson. We are not as good as we used to be. That's that is for true. Sure. I agree with that one hundred percent. But I, I mean, I do expect the Pacers to win this. Like I said against the Kings, we are a more complete team. The Warriors. Um, well, I said the same thing for the Kings. We we were we're a more complete team than teams. I'd say we're a more complete team than the Warriors too. Um, but, hey, if Curry blows up for 50-plus, who knows? I'll go out on a limb and say the Pacers should win this game. Yeah, I think you're overrating the Warriors here. I said right, revitalized just because they, they've looked a little better than they did at the beginning of the season. If they make the playoffs, it'll be as or a 9 or 10 seed probably. Is there a chance Clay Thompson comes out in a wheelchair and splashes a few threes? That would be fun. That would be fun. In it this game or in a wheelchair wheelchair late <laughs> league game? Uh, no, wheelchair league. <laughs> He comes out as a wheel cheerleader. What if the NBA is like, hey, we want Clay Thompson in here for ratings. He's out in a wheelchair, but Pacers, you have to pick one guy to be in a wheelchair this game. Oh, TJ Warren. You'd, you'd keep TJ Warren? You we, w- he could <laughs> wheel around out there. He'd be fine. All right. Who else would you want to be in? A better uh, defender? A better wheelchair defender? Like, figure it out. Who's your best wheelchair defender? Well, I think, all right, if we're doing it that way, then all you need to do, you need to have tryouts to see who's the best at moving in the wheelchair. Okay. Because then you want that player, as long as they're not really good. You don't want Brogdon. See, I think you could put it into the bench guy in the wheelchair, and then that conserves the energy. Jakar Sampson. High energy. He's yeah. going to be all over the place. Yeah, but if Miles Turner and Sabonis get into foul trouble, then Holiday's our center. No, D- McDermott could play center. <laughs> see, that, how's that any better? That's worse. <laughs> But the Warriors don't really have a great center. Okay, new question. Best team in the NBA if everyone was in wheelchairs? Uh, I'm still going to pick the Lakers. Really? Yeah, I mean, I will just assume that LeBron James is still the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably a good take right there. He, he can hit some crazy shots. Yeah, I'd have to really think about that can one. Can they jump out of the wheelchair? No, you can't jump out. That's, that's like... Um, Talladega Knights. <laughs> I would, yeah, I'd still take them because LeBron can also still probably throw really good passes. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably hard to catch in a wheelchair though. Because <laughs> think about it, limited if, range of motion. If you're like you're saying, wheeling yeah. really fast to get to a spot and he throws it there, you know, then you've like got to catch it, stop the thing. You might fall out of the wheelchair. That's true. Are the players buckled in? To the wheel, you probably want to buckle them in. It's probably yeah, it's probably going to be a standard that everyone has to be buckled in. Yeah, you have to remember in a real wheelchair league, they have the smaller wheelchairs that are easy to maneuver, and I think you are buckled into those. So, yeah, but they're less durable, probably, right? That's true. So if you get rammed, you're you're toast. That's probably a foul. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, uh, but also <laughs> it could also result in a major injury. I, I don't know. So is it Lakers <laughs> or the field is what we're picking between, or are you just saying? If Lakers? it's Lakers or the field, you always pick the field. Yeah, That's yeah. Just take the field smart there. money. Yeah, I, I I'd love to see that. I'd love for the NBA to say one night, "Hey, we're just going to do wheelchair basketball." I feel like uh, <laughs> handicap groups might have something to say about it. No, that'd be good. It'd be good. Yeah. Like people would find some interest in it, right? 
I don't know. They might take it as no like, publicity hey, is bad publicity. No, that's not that's true. Definitely not true. <laughs> Have you watched the news the last twenty four okay. hours? <laughs> Look, if if you're in a wheelchair league and the NBA comes out and is in wheelchairs one day, you'd you'd be hyped. I don't. I, is it a, is it a benefit? I've never been in a wheelchair. It's I don't know. A, I don't know if it's a benefit, but it's not like if it, they're doing. They're not the making NBA, fun of it. If the NBA does that for the NBA's own promotion then wheelchair groups are going to be very mad about it. <laughs> no, there's no way. For sure. They're just trying, they're doing a gimmick to get more <laughs> eyes on the NBA instead of trying to help some people. Sorry, I shouldn't have brought this up. We're never going to agree on wheelchair basketball. Never. Well, uh, if I'm not agreeing with that stance you're taking, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. Uh, the final game in the next week is at Portland. What do you think about this one, Jack? Man, they're so bad on defense. If... Uh, Brogdon doesn't break his career high in points this game, I'm going to be a little bummed. <laughs> Making it the third week in a row that he yeah. has a new career high. Man, I'd love it. I I would love to see him break 40 points or maybe even Oladipo have a 30-plus point game or some, something. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have a great opportunity in these games um, for someone to just like have a great scoring output from the Pacers. Um, and the Trailblazers might be the game to do it. Uh, Austin's MVP pick. Damian Lillard will be playing. Nope, nope, no, nope. It was not my MVP pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even remember if I did now or anymore, but I might have put a few dollars on him to win MVP. So you picked him to win MVP. Well, he, so he because your, he was one of your MVP picks. No, because he had <laughs> great odds. I mean, his odds were like thirty to one or something uh. before the season. So now we're getting into gambling again. <laughs> If you put a gun to my head, though, and we're like, hey, pick an MVP this season, I wouldn't have picked Damian Lillard. Who would you have picked? Um, who? All right, let's do it this way. Who would you have picked, and who would you pick now? I probably would have picked Giannis. And no, you wouldn't have. There's voter fatigue. There's no- Nah, I probably would have still picked him. Wow. Honestly. Um, and who would you pick now? I I didn't put money on MVP. I don't do a lot of futures. Yeah, I don't either. I would have done Doncic, and if I was doing it now, I'd pick Durant, honestly. Oh, I would have done Doncic and then picked um, Jokic now. Nah. Jokic is my pick right now. You know who has uh, better numbers than Jokic last year? Who? DeMontis Sabonis. Oh. All of his averages are above what Jokic had last year. Well, according to Basketball Reference, if you guys didn't see our posts on Instagram or Twitter... Sabonis is fourth in MVP percentage yep. right now. Brogdon is eighth. We have <laughs> two top eight players in MVP percentage this year. Uh, I would probably pick LeBron right Interesting. now. I feel like they would. him and Davis are going to split votes, though, right? I, LeBron will get the votes. It has to be LeBron. I mean, he's the best player on the team. He's, he can say he? Davis all he wants, but... He's the best player on the team. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I was he's trying to see if there was any conversation there. No, nah, there's no Clearly conversation. There's <laughs> we'll go back to wheelchairs before we <laughs> squabble about that one. All right, well, that's the next week in games. Exciting. Well, do you guys want to do trivia? Let me find my paper. Uh, shoot. Well, oh, here it is. So, um, I got this idea from Sporkle. I don't want to claim it as my own. So you stole the questions from Sporkle? You're a stealer. And no, now I'm you're not. calling it your own? Let me just reiterate, I don't want to make this, or I don't want to claim this as my own. But basically, they gave two players, and you had to pick if they'd play together or not played together in their career. Okay. Um, I probably missed all of them. It was tough. Oh. Um, well, actually, I knew LeBron and Carlos Boozer played together. Yeah. But um, I thought it'd be fun to go with the Pacers players and see if you guys could guess if they played with these players or not. Okay. With certain players. So are you guys ready? I'm I was born ready. <laughs> oh, just like Lance Stevenson, who just like me. We haven't even talked about yeah. this news yet. Uh the news of the day Lance's gonna be on the Pacers soon. No. Hopefully not. <laughs> Lance Stevenson is going your wife, back to your the wife G is gasping in what I assume is excitement. She loves Lance Stevenson, yeah. And Jeremy and I are not as excited. <laughs> gasping if in that happens. horror at the fact that the <laughs> idea that he might be near the Pacers. Oh, you guys gasped in horror. I didn't see it. Can you re- reenact that? <gasps> <laughs> We're very fun to be scared with. Yeah. We um, make wacky noises when but, frightened. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll be in the G League draft, correct? Yeah. Uh, 
Fort Wayne Mad Ants drafted um, Hashim Thabit in last year's D-League draft. That's true. They did. So um, you always see players like that, and then you never hear of them again. But hopefully yep. Lance Stevenson gets another chance. I'd love to see that. In Europe. I agree. <laughs> or China. Um, or in the NBA. All right. So I'm going to uh, try not to cheat off because I know you can maybe see my paper. Um, don't try to read through the back. I won't. I didn't. Play I can it. also see your underwear through your clothes right now. <laughs> uh, yikes. Um, <laughs> do you like what you see? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I'm more of a boxer shorts guy, not well, really a tidy whities guy. I'm wearing, <laughs> wearing neither of those. I'm wearing <laughs> women's underwear. So. I also like those. <laughs> All Usually. Right. So do you guys want to start with... Uh, just name a player on the Pacers. Well, it's your original trivia, so you can do it however you want Well, just to. give me... Okay, since it's my original trivia, will you guys give me a name of a Pacer player right now? And I'll tell you if I have them on here. Malcolm Brogdon. All right, let's start with Malcolm Brogdon. Um, Malcolm Brogdon and OJ Mayo, did they ever play together? Like, is, is it on the Pacers or ever in their career? Ever in their career. This is going to be tough. Uh, they were. They have both played for the Bucks. I uh, I was also I was gonna say yes. Yeah, I'll say yes. They did not. OJ Mayo was the there the year before Brogdon was a rookie. Ah. Was he? Okay. Yep. Uh, how about Malcolm Brogdon or Wes Matthews? Or sorry, Malcolm Brogdon and Wes Matthews. That's a no. I say no. It's a no. Yeah, he Malcolm Brogdon came to the Pacers and then Wes Matthews went to the yep. Bucks last year, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was last year because that's when they started doing WWE and he was a big part of that. Yeah. Loved it. Um, let's go Oladipo. We'll we'll jump around too. I'm not just gonna do one guy at a time hey, from now on. It's your 100 percent original <laughs> trivia, so you do it however you want to. All right, Oladipo and Aaron Aflalo. Yes. Oh man. I'll also say yes for Orlando. It is a yes. They played 2013, 2014 on the same team. Um, that was a fun one. All right. Uh, Doug McDermott and Jimmy Butler. Yes. Uh, did McDermott play for Chicago? Yeah. Um, I'll go with yes then. Okay. It's yes. Is there no discrepancy between you guys? Do you have the same the same brain? You guys are gonna just gonna keep picking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> kind of yes. <laughs> guys looked at each other and you said the wrong word we're just that in tune <laughs> we all right. can finish each other's same paragraphs oh wow same brain crazy all right um miles turner and roy hibbert i i couldn't remember this one i, I that's why i put it in here i had no idea uh when was miles turner a rookie uh i say no I'll say yes on this one. Okay. Uh, they never played together. Ah, dang it. Roy Hibbert was gone, yeah. I guess, to the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, Miles Turner's rookie year. Um, let's keep going with Miles Turner because that's fun. Miles Turner and Rodney Stuckey. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say no and try to catch back up. <laughs> it is yes. They played 2015, 2016 <sighs> together. Really uh, weird to remember that Stuckey was on the Pacers. I I was a big Stuckey fan. You I were? Thought, I thought he was pretty good for the Pacers. Gosh, I, I did not like that Pacers team. Um, I, I didn't love the team. I thought he was pretty good yeah, for them, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, and then finally, let's go Miles Turner and friend of the pod, Chris Copeland. Yes. Miles Turner and Copeland. When Wait, I changed my, I Copeland changed my answer there. to no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say no as well. It is no. Um because he was uh, Copeland was on those Eastern Conference yeah. Finals team, so yeah. um, I know I when I said that I was like, wait, this one's kind of obvious if you think about it. But yeah, there you go. You guys did pretty good on Miles Turner. Let's go, Jeremy Lamb and James Harden. Uh, yeah. When did Jeremy Lamb come in the league? When did UConn win the championship? Mm, these are facts that we can't tell you. I can't tell you, but I will tell you, Jeremy Lamb has been in the NBA longer than any other Pacer currently. Uh, I'll go with yes. No, they did ah, not play together. Dang it. I think it was two years before Jeremy Lamb was on the Thunder. Uh, James Harden had already left. Oh, Yeah. Um, Jeremy Lamb and P.J. Washington. No. No. Okay, that one's kind of easy. Yeah, that was really bad. easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought if I... Uh, Put P.J. Washington in there, you guys would 
forget when he was a rookie last year, right? Yeah, it's hard to forget when he. <laughs> if was you in had a said Malik year. Monk, all right, uh, Jeremy Lamb and Derek Fisher. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with yes. Yes. Yeah, 2012, 2013. Yeah. They were on the Thunder together. <laughs> Weird to think Derek Fisher was playing then, but uh, 16th year in the NBA at the time. Um, let's see, Doug McDermott and Pau Gasol. Uh, also, yes. Chicago. Uh, did he go somewhere between Chicago and the Pacers? He did, right? He was on the Knicks. He was on... Uh, I don't remember Who that. else was he on? Knicks. His wife. <laughs> 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 All right, cut that out. <laughs> Come slap my wrist. Cut that out. <laughs> um, I'll say no. They were on the same team, 2014, 2015. Hey. Doug McDermott and Pau Gasol. Austin, you are now down by six. Are you keeping track? I'm not. No, I'm, I'm down by three points. <laughs> I've only missed two. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Um, all right, let's go to everyone's favorite, TJ McConnell and Christian Wood. Yes. Uh, that one is so weird that it has to be a yes. Yeah, that's... That makes sense. Yeah, it it was a weird one. It makes sense. He was on the Sixers. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have remembered that except I listened to the podcast with Raja Bell and Logan Ryan the other day, and they talked about Christian Wood complaining about not getting playing time on those Sixers. Teams. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a quote. He was talking. I can't remember who he's talking to, but he looked at the guy and said, "Why is Coach Brown not putting me in? I'm yeah. better than all these guys." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it might have been true because Embiid wasn't on that team. Um, how about T.J. McConnell and Michael Michael Carter Williams? No. Um. Yeah, I'll say yes to try to catch back. No, up. They, they were not on the same <laughs> team. Yeah, whatever. I love the heart you're putting into your answers. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointed. Um, let's go next to Oladipo and Hito Turkoglu. No, D- that's a no. They uh, what did not play together? Oh, okay. <laughs> So they did not play together. Hito Turkoglu and Oladipo were not on the same team. Um, TJ Warren and Aaron Baines. Yes. Warren and Baines would have been a Suns team. Uh, how long was... I'm going to say no. No. The answer is oh, no. Nice. Jeremy Jeremy Pitching just lost up. the point to Austin. Yeah. Only minus um, three now. Let's go TJ Warren and Marcin Gortat. I only have a couple more. Who who is it again? T.J. Warren, Marcin Gortat. Yes, uh, that is an. Oh God, when was Gortat? On the, the last team he was on was the Wizards. I'll say no. Uh, they were on the same team yep. in 2014, 2015. That might have been Gortat's last team. Ah, yeah, yeah the Suns. No. Um, let's see which one did we miss? Uh, T.J. McConnell and Elton Brand. Ooh. Actually, uh, this is this is the last one we have. I, so I will count. say yes. I say no. Um, they were on the same team wow. in 2015, 2016. Breezy finished strong. Yeah, good job, guys. Uh, that that was my Sporkle inspired Pacers trivia. I hope you guys enjoyed that trivia. What what do you give it out of ten? I give it a nine out of ten. Uh, I give it a six out of ten because <laughs> I was three points worse than Jeremy. I would have given it a ten out of ten if it was a little bit harder. Oh, all right. Well, um, I guess I'll have to make the trivia harder next time. But for those of you listening. I hope that you've already done this trivia on Instagram. We are doing it tonight after recording this podcast, but the time's going to be all weird. It's hard to understand. All right. Let me, let me take this away from Jack. <laughs> He's very confused. Yeah, I don't understand the time. First of all, for those of you listening, is everyone who's hearing us right now. You're all listening right now. So <laughs> what, did I, what did I say? You said, for those of you listening, <laughs> that's just who you are. We're talking to you. <laughs> Hopefully you played trivia with us the other night, and now you get to see how you stacked up against us. But the other night's tonight. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> keep going. Just keep going. We got to uh, get through. I only missed four, so if you beat me, let us know. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at the All Pacers podcast. For those of you who are listening, <laughs> thank you for tuning in today. <laughs> Please make sure to go follow us at All underscore pacers on twitter and at all dot pacers on instagram and we'll see you next time peace out (laughs) bye
about team basketball. It's all about playing the game the right way. The name on the front of the jersey is more important than that name on the back of the jersey. You play for the Indiana Pacers. That's who you represent.